Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Fox Racing Canada. Go over to the website, find your favorite garments, whether you're looking for something to protect you or you just want to look good, because you're going to get both from Fox Racing Canada. Go to the website, go to your local dealer like Maple Ridge Motorsports, and uh, just empty your wallet. You, 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 you've earned yourself a little bit of a treat, and uh, do so with the latest and greatest from Fox Racing Canada. Also with us on the line is Guts Racing. Andy Gray over at Guts Racing makes some of the best seats, whether it's seat bases, lightweight foam, or the seat covers. They make amazing product. They're also with us. We appreciate those guys helping us out. And you can save 15% on every purchase at phoenixhandlebars.com with BigMX15 at checkout. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we have uh, one Canadian motocross legend. He's uh, he, if if he'd retire tomorrow, his jersey would be in the rafters by the weekend. Uh, and one and one of his jerseys is actually up on my wall, so I appreciate him that for that as well. Welcome back to the show for the fifth time coming on the Big MX Radio podcast, Tyler Medaglia. Hey, Brad, how the hell are you, man? Hey, I'm doing too. Not doing too bad, man. Uh, winter is just being weird right now it it's like one degrees outside here in winnipeg so obviously way too cold to ride way too much snow for any uh motocross fun and excitement uh but it's also not really winter so and i so i can't go out there and uh and buzz around on my on my skates so um we're in a bit of a winter holding pattern as we get ready for for christmas but uh yeah all all is well hope things are good as good by you as well and then uh, also on the line, uh, for the first time, he's coming on the Big MX Radio podcast, but will not be his last. He'll definitely be a repeat offender unless this interview goes absolutely horribly and he does not want to answer my phone call or text messages ever again. And that is the owner of the the, the Gas Gas team that we're talking about today. The uh, There's a lot of changes going on over there. Alex Parker. Parker, how's it going? Good, man. Thanks for having me, Brad. Hey, thank you for making the time for coming on the show. And, and let, let's let's start off with with your story within the sport of motocross, uh, wanting to start a team to support Canadian motocross and compete for these championships, uh, of which you were able to uh, to nab uh, a couple this year, as well as doing extremely well um, with the the women's moto and on the 450 side as well. Um, where does your story within the sport of motocross start, and how did we get to where we're at today? Um, yeah, for sure. Um, we, I, I, in the in the you know the I guess the professional side of it. For all that long, really, we uh, I got the start um, when we picked up gas gas at the store, and uh, we sort of I was looking, you know, at different avenues of how we were going to advertise it and you know get re- brand recognition and sell motorcycles, and um, you know I guess that's where Tyler fit in right off the bat was that uh, we were looking for somebody that could make an immediate impact um, advertising the brand, and and we wanted somebody that had a lot of you know, uh, a, a big following, obviously, and then wanted somebody trusted in the industry so that they could, you know, if, if basically if he was riding it, then it was good enough for them to ride kind of thing. And uh, at that time, I guess Tyler was sort of at a, a tipping point where he was maybe looking to scale back a little bit and ride a, you know, a looser schedule and not maybe all the next And that was going to allow us to work with him and, and you know, advertise like basically all the different bikes that we we sell and uh, i guess that's sort of where it started 
So tell me about the dealership. Um, uh, like for a lot of people, their local dealer is is almost like a second home. They're able to go there. Uh, the smiling faces behind the parts counter that uh, are able to find them what they need to keep them going weekend in, weekend out, and uh, can really be a lifeline to uh, keeping that community going. Uh, tell me a little bit about the dealership that you guys have out there and uh, and, that, and how long that's been going and just how, how uh, important it is for you to be able to give back to the Moracross community out on the uh, the Atlantic portion of Canada. Yeah, so the, the shops in Collingwood, Nova Scotia, it's a, just a small little village outside of Oxford, probably like a half an hour from the New Brunswick border. Um basically in the middle of nowhere to be honest um i think when tyler came out for the first time he was just like dude how do you guys even sell stuff out here like you're in the middle of nowhere but at the same time we're right on the trail so like you could buy a bike ride the track go back leave on the trails um snowmobiles atv side besides the whole deal um so we try and like our our, our motto at the shop is world-class service in a down-home atmosphere so we want to make sure that you know just because we're a smaller shop off the beaten path that we're not just doing stuff half-assed so we you know we really focus on as you know top-notch customer service and carrying you know premium brands and and premium products so that you know we bring in that clientele that really wants to you know buy into the to the whole thing and and yeah so we just we're stoked that people support us as much as they do and um we sell you know bikes and sleds and everything all all over the country basically and ship parts all over the country and it's just cool that we're able to do it out of a, a smaller location um with a little bit less overhead certainly you guys are, are are giving back to it uh weekend in weekend out and that's i think that's one of the things that brought uh tyler over there now tyler like can let us spin the clocks back a little bit before you started working with the team and where your headspace was at as far as your career goes and and like uh alex said maybe kind of dialing things back but Honestly, like with the support that you've been able to have and the success that you've been able to have with the team, um, I sense a bit of a renaissance when it comes to Tyler Medaglia. You might be as good as you've ever been under this umbrella, and it, it seems to have breathed, breathed a little bit of life into uh, into your career and just your approach to the racing in general. And it certainly sounds like uh, you'll have a spot on the team until your your son kicks you off. Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. That'd be uh, that would be pretty cool if I could have the, yeah, the longevity to, you know, my my last pro race is you know at the same time as his as his first pro race. So, um, yeah, that would be a pretty cool story. But yeah, right. I mean, if you go right before this all got together, I mean, I was, yeah, I was looking to to you know transition more into off road. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, like getting ready for some off-road races, I was riding and, um, you know, I was putting in more time on the bike to get ready for the longer um, off-road races. And, and, you know, in doing so, it just kind of helped me um, on the moto side. And, yeah, and then, you know, we just wanted to build the, build the team. And, you know, um, Mitch was involved and... Yeah, me and Mitch were involved, and then, yeah, I just kind of kept growing from there. Um, got started getting, you know, better results. We, we The bike was really good straight off the bat, and 
and then it just kind of made it more fun. It was more like a project, like, you know, how far can we take it? Like, um, you know, you just have those, you know, you just get on, sometimes you get on a bike and you, and you just gel with it and you want to, um, yeah, it's just motivating when you feel good riding. Um, and just, yeah, when stuff just starts flowing, right? Like you get into that flow state pretty easy and, um, and then, yeah, it just, kind of took over and we just started snowballing and it just kept getting better and better uh, as far as results go. Certainly. Yeah. It definitely seems to have breathed some life into your career. And, and Alex, this is a bit of a, a family atmosphere over there as well. You've got Mitch cook, which is obviously the, uh, the, the brother-in-law to uh, Tyler Medaglia. And then you also have uh, his, his younger son, who's uh, kind of coming up through the ranks as well. So there's a lot of like, not, kind of connective tissue that way uh kind of makes it more of a family atmosphere over there and then you throw in the talents of one mitchell harrison as well as uh eve broder and uh it's a pretty uh pretty cool combination yeah it was it, it's definitely cool and it was easy like you know it was easy to get started because it was like a it was sort of like a random family i when we signed up with with tyler and mitch like there was those two and talon and then like heidi would bug her to get her on the bike every now and again like it was it was pretty chill to start out so it was an easy way to like get our feet wet and see you know maybe do a few trial and error things to see which direction we wanted to go with things and and really like in the beginning we didn't have really any idea how big we wanted it to go or if we wanted it to really develop into anything at all and um, it just like you know like Tyler said just slowly snowballed into a bigger thing and now it's you know, we, we're it's our like watching our baby grow up here. This program is really growing. It certainly has, and one of the things that has come along with that is, is putting somebody like Eve Broder on the, the everybody's radar. Like th- this young lady uh, was extremely successful, especially in this last year. She wrapped up yet another title in women's Canadian motocross, winning. I believe she won both titles, both the East and the West, and. Um, Two things that I want to talk about, and Tyler, you can jump on this as well, is the fact that she, uh, the aggression, the aggression that she shows on the motorcycle, as well as a skill set that is basically unrivaled by anybody here up in Canada, uh, is just I'm ever impressed with her ability to uh, to to attack the track assess these new tracks that a lot of times she's coming to tracks that she hasn't raced before except for the ones that are uh more out east like she's i obviously no one had been to drum heller before uh and even tyler i believe that was your first time or at least, probably the first time you've seen pilot mound or uh, prairie hill in that configuration um hats off to a young lady who uh, continues to dominate uh, regardless of uh, the the up and comers that come up to challenge her, as well as uh, the the new tracks that she's having to uh, demonstrate her skills on. Yeah, there. Like she uh, she did. You know, it's not just that too. Like she's um, she was going to school at the same time, so she would have to like rush to get back to the flights and get home. Like she she worked uh, she worked her butt off uh, all year, and on top of that, like she would. You know, when she was done her ride, she would make sure that, like, you know, if me and Mitchell Harrison needed anything, you know, she would she would be right on it and um, helping with, yeah, just just her and her whole family was was a huge help for us this year. It was uh, it was great. So, yeah, we definitely appreciated her. And then on top of that, all her, you know, how well she rode and, like you say, she, you know, she was kind of on another level. And at least on the East Coast, we had that 
the American girl that came up that was that was uh, you know how she had to battle with. So that was at least you know entertaining for her, and then you know kind of gave her some competition. So that wasn't just uh, yeah, it wasn't there wasn't runaways and stuff. So it was it was good. It was a it was a nice addition to to the team for sure. Um, yeah. So and it's uh, cool that we can you know she's going to be back on board and and yeah it'll be a, just like uh just like last year really yeah just uh, keep that ball rolling and uh from my understanding you'll also keep keeping that ball rolling with Mitchell Harrison uh going into uh the coming years unless i'm mis- mistaken on that side of things alex uh tell me about uh getting in contact with Mitchell uh he was a, a hotshot amateur kid on Yamaha's coming through the ranks in, in, in the states ends up on Star Racing Yamaha for for a bit uh fill in ride with Pro Circuit as well as had uh one season with uh, Factory Husqvarna, moves up with you guys, and uh, and he, he enjoyed a lot of success this last year. And one of the things that stuck out to me the most was not only his speed, but his endurance. Like, the, the moto that he won in uh, at Pilot Mound, uh, I believe he went uh, 2-1 for the overall, uh, unless I'm mistaken. Like, that last moto was basically just him hunting down uh, the guys in front of him late in the moto uh, and, uh, and and really showing off some of that uh, that speed and endurance. Yeah, he he was he yeah he was ruthless in some of those motos. Like just it was fun to see the 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 switch sort of flip in some of those. Like um, that one, he had another really good one uh, coming from behind at uh, Sandalee that just like was they're just championship motos, right? Like he just you know, when he, when he's on, he's really on. And even on the off days, he's on. So it's, it was, yeah, those were pretty badass to watch for sure. And, um, he was just a, you know, a really good fit from the start. And we knew that we knew what his potential was and we knew how fast he was. And, and, um, it was fun to see him come up here and gel so well with Tyler and Ev and be able to just sort of find his groove again and, and, you know, just ride his motorcycle. Certainly, and then he also had some success uh, on the Arena Cross slash Supercross series, uh, um, Gopher Dunes, as well as Sarnia and Calgary. Um, like, I guess you both can sort of weigh in on this. Is like, what are your what are your perspective of the the additional series again? Kind of get tacked on to the end of the the Triple Crown series. Uh, I, I like. I don't know that the Supercross and Arena Cross is is kind of developing the way that the uh, series promoter wanted it to, but they're still able to put on a really entertaining uh, set of races. And uh, I think that it would be something that I, I would love to see sort of expand further into the schedule uh, and maybe even be something that sort of uh, like goes over the, the, the new year into, into the next season. Um, like Tyler, may, maybe uh, you're not uh, dialing up uh, those, the pointy jump season anymore, but uh, like leaving that for more of the younger contingent. But um um, like the arena cross side of things is a great way to bring motocross and supercross right inside some towns and cities that may, might not otherwise get to go see them. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know what I mean? It's a good night out for, you know, a family that's, you know, looking for some entertainment and, you know, you know, maybe at the same time, get, get a kid interested in, in wanting to ride dirt bikes, you know, and doing the, doing that, um, you know, and to, to head to the dealership and, and find a local track and get into it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good that way. And, you know, and just kind of showcases the, the group of us that are, you know, traveling in this kind of like circus, you know, to put on, uh, 
shows for everybody. And yeah, so, I mean, there's, there is a lot, um, you know, there's a lot of positive that can be drawn from it. And yeah, I mean, like, like you say, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of winding down on that style of racing. Um, you know, just because, um, yeah, there's, there's other stuff, there's other avenues that, you know, the off-road thing is still something that I'm very passionate about, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's racing dirt bikes and, you know, you, no matter what you show up, you line up, you, you try hard and you try to put on a show and try to, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, we're trying to entertain, we're trying to do well, we're trying to make money and, and yeah, I mean, the more races that we can get and that we have, the, the better. I mean, uh, they go a little bit excessive in the States for those guys, but you know, for the most part, we have nine weekends of the year and then there's a lot of waiting around before we race again. So, um, yeah, anything extra, that's why, I mean, I have such a short, uh, short tension span that, you know, for me, I need, I need that stimulation. I need to race. So, um, and I need something to push for. So any time that we can do some extra racing is, is good. I think that, uh, Motocross ADD certainly has served you well over the years. Uh, Alex, what, what's your perspective of uh, the arena cross side of things and uh, wanting to make sure that your team is supporting everything that uh, a professional Canadian motocross is doing? Yeah, it, it was good, man. Like, I, and, and no joke, those tracks were really good and really fun to watch. Like, Tyler and I were talking about, well, while I was in, I went to Calgary with, uh, with Mitchell and, and it actually Tyler and I bounced around the idea of putting him on a on a 252 stroke for that last those last couple rounds, and uh, just having some fun with it. And, and we it, we weren't able to put it together last minute. And we wanted to give his hand some time to heal and stuff. But we were talking back and forth, and he was like, "Man, the track looks so fun! Like this is this might be the best one that they've ever had." And it was it was just fun to watch, and like the crowds were pretty good. Um, the uh, Calgary like second night, it was probably eighty percent full, and it was it was good to see. And like I think that you know, the indoor sex portion of it was like a it's a significantly lower investment for us as a team to do that. It's less bike maintenance. It's it's easier on the bikes. It's less support personnel. It's indoors, so we don't have to have a rig. There's a lot of stuff that goes into that, and and like. Mitchell was still able to make pretty good money doing that. And I think that, you know, it's, it's important to, to get out there and represent the sponsors on those weekends too, because it, you know, at the end of the day, it takes a lot of money to run with these programs and the sponsors are the ones paying the bills. And, and, you know, we try and get them as much exposure as we can. And like, even in our, in our new deal, part of our deal is to do the full, you know, all portions of the series. So you'll see us support outdoors and indoors you know, all the way through the year. Certainly. And, and on top of that, uh, like I, I I'll, I'll get uh, Alex's thoughts on this first. And then obviously Tyler, this, this was a huge uh, honor for you. You've had the opportunity to do it nine times now, but Alex, this was your first time. Uh, I believe uh, having one of your machines uh, with, with your deckling on it and, and representing your team at the 2022 motocross as nations um, in Redbud. Um, obviously like maybe the result overall wasn't, like what we were hoping for as a team, but I, I believe that uh, our best efforts were put forth as, as a team. I was able to spend some time under the tent and uh, just kind of observe all the work. I mean, all, I didn't see all the work. I saw uh, I saw the basically the finished product uh, of a lot of work gone into uh, preparing that bike, preparing that team, 
and uh, and representing uh, the great country of Canada at that race. Uh, what did it mean to you to be able to uh, to support that effort and uh, and follow through with that? Yeah, it was, well, it, it meant a lot. It was actually our second year because we had Tyler okay. in in Italy last year. That's right. But, uh, yeah, it's it's an honor anytime. Like you know, even not just you know being asked to to send one of our riders, knowing that like we're working with somebody that's at a world class level and and having our our bikes on that sort of stage is cool. And like I'm a I'm a big fan of all the you know, the bling and the custom stuff that we get to do with the bikes for that. It's pretty cool. Like, you know, the SKDA had a sick wrap design for us and FMF had our exhaust dialed in custom and stuff. Like, it was just so cool to see the extra push that goes into an event like that, that you don't, you know, it's, it's just such a huge event and such a cool atmosphere to be a part of. And like, yeah, we didn't maybe get the result that we had hoped or that we know that we're capable of getting, but you know, we learned a lot and, uh, we were able to work with Diggs and his crew at GDR and, and we worked really well with them and it was a good vibe. And, um, I think that everybody had fun and, and yeah, it was just super cool to be a part of it. Certainly. I, I, I think that Tyler had fun, even though his hand was, uh, the size of a balloon. Um, Tyler, get into the weekend for us, man. Like you were, uh, you were an absolute, animal out there riding with like i saw your hand literally like moments after the last moto um it did not look pretty it looked painful just standing there let alone racing a motocross bike uh but at the same time you you didn't pull off you 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 put in your laps uh and and were able to uh to put your best foot forward even with the injury that you had sustained um Talk a little bit about uh, uh, MXDN this last year, preparing uh, like the, the custom gear with Callus, the, the the custom painted helmet with uh, with Liat, and uh, and yeah, just like putting it through with the team that uh, had got you there. Yeah, I mean it was uh, it's just it was a bit of a bummer. I mean, obviously all the stuff and all the kit and um, you know being right in our backyard was was really good and. Um, I did what I could to, to be ready. And I, you know, I was ready and just, yeah. And qualifying, I, I mean, it was an injury. I knew it was going to, I know it was going to be tough and, um, I know it wasn't, uh, it wasn't perfect, but I ran through, like I did my due diligence. Like, you know, I said that if it wasn't going to feel like normal, um, then I wasn't going to do it. And, you know, I did a full simulation, of the race weekend, every qualifier, every moto and it held up and there was no issue. And yeah. And just in, you know, the races, it's a hectic race and this, you know, there's stuff, stuff goes on. I mean, even the qualifying, you watch guys like, like uh, Joe Shimoda, like how, how much, you know, he struggled and, and you just, there was a lot of really good guys that had a lot worse of an event than, than I did. And, you know, just, I just so happened to, you know, I went down and then I ran into Van Horbeek hit the, the top of my hand and the, you know, just the, the amount of damage from Walton that just wasn't fully ready to take that type of hit. And then when I got to the Asterix mobile, you know, I, I could, I felt the heat come in it. I knew it was, I knew it messed it up because, you know, in, in qualifying and, and riding, I, you know, I felt good, no issues doing like, you know, Laraka's leap, no problem. And, um, 
you know, and like all the stuff that I had kind of had stressed and worried about going in, I, I was good going into qualifying. And then, yeah, as soon as it, I felt it, you know, I was hitting Morocco's leap with just my fingertips holding the, the throttle wide open. Like it was, it was not really ideal. It was very, very sketchy. And to be honest, like, you know, it took a lot to, you know, I, I felt bad, you know, I felt bad when it happened. It just was, it, it was killing me inside to know that, you know what I mean? Like it was that had to happen to me and especially there. And, you know, I deserved to, to ride around and not, you know, showcase what I, what I had. It was just one of those things that it was, it was hard to take. And, but yeah, I mean, I went to the asterisk thing. I looked at the x-ray and it looked like, uh, I don't know, it looked like a, you know those trenches in in the wars with like mm-hmm. the sticks just like all over the place. Well, that's what the X-ray looked like. There was so many fractures in my hand. It was it was your your hand there, so. looked like a pit of punji sticks. Yeah, yeah, just like there they and then the guy looked at me and they're like, when when did this this happen? I'm like, well, it didn't look like I got an X-ray and stuff before I came just to to make sure everything was okay and. Definitely didn't look like that before I got here. So, um, yeah, so then they just gave me the maximum amount of uh, drugs that I could ha- handle for the – legally take for the event. And, yeah, just yeah, just bend over and take a friggin' uh, needle and, and yeah, and then hang on. And, it, I mean, it, <laughs> it lasted like – I don't know. It lasted like the first five minutes of the first moto. So it was like – yeah, once I got done the last lap, it was just a huge, a huge relief. But I was still gutted from from the whole thing. But yeah, I mean, it's just an experience. Another thing to, you know, I wasn't gonna quit. I wasn't gonna, you know, I was gonna give my full effort. But yeah, just uh, you know, sometimes you, sometimes uh, you know, you have to make the hard decisions. So, and that's oh, I, that's I was committed to it, and that's that's what happened. Uh, certainly like uh, Alex from your point of view seeing your athlete uh, basically just like blood sweat and tears laid on the line and 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 ride the way he was able to like you said hand like hanging on by the tip of his fingers uh, racing a track that I wish so badly the conditions were the Saturday conditions like not Maybe not as as extreme, but Tyler, if you remember the the conditions on the Saturday before that Morden mutter were like epic, and then the day of the race was just out, was just not ideal whatsoever. Um, Alex, like knowing the conditions yeah, of the track as well as knowing the conditions of the uh, the your 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 top guy's hand, uh, that must have been tough to watch, and also at the same time maybe a little bit inspiring as well. Yeah, it was like a sort of a, a mixed bag of emotions there. Cause I was super bummed for Tyler. He'd put the work in and, and I know that like the weeks leading up to it, he had people in his ear, you know, wondering if he should be doing it. And there was a lot of questions around it. And, you know, I answered a lot of questions about it and it was just the same answer every time that if Tyler doesn't think he's ready, he won't go. And he, you know, we, we were in conversation a bunch after Walton and, he took the time to heal up. He took the time off the bike to make sure that he was ready. And we did, we spent a day, you know, testing to make sure that, that his hand could hold up to it. He was doing GNCC loops and, and, you know, it was fine and obviously some discomfort, but it was good. And then, you know, we thought that it was going to be 
a really good event, and then he just had that unfortunate incident. And I was bummed, and then on the other side of things, as like the team owner and and the investment that you have, you look at it and you're like, okay, well, like we're already talking about contract extension, so like now we need to switch focus and make sure that we get this thing fixed up so that we have a couple of good years out of us. Yeah. Uh, so how how is the hand, Tyler? Yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, I just did the Terra Inferno um, down in Dominican Republic. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I really, yeah, I took it easy and started just playing in the woods. Um, yeah, and then, um, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it, it took a lot longer to get better than, than I anticipated. Um, right now, all the bones and everything is all fine. It's just like there's a couple, just like tendons in my knuckles that are, that were inflamed for, for so long that, um, yeah, like it's just one of those things that, you know, it's, it's kind of the timing is right. You know, this time of year, it's good to take a, you know, a few weeks off and recharge the batteries and let everything, you know, fully get back to hundred percent. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty close there now and I still got a, you know, bunch of time and before, uh, before I even start to, you know, to start to train, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's all good now. Fair enough. Uh, last couple of things I have for you before I let you guys go here on the Big MX Radio podcast um, is a brand new uh, title sponsor for this uh, this coming year. Um, Alex, talk a little bit about um, working with uh, Parts Canada and, and now uh, an, a brand new name for the team. It's the uh, the Thor Gas Gas Racing Team. Yeah, it's it's so far it's been awesome. Um, Lauren and her team over at Parts Canada have been, you know, super top notch people. They, um, you know, they basically we couldn't ask for more from them. They they have a great staff over there, and they're willing to support our team and and take us to another level. And we're excited to represent them and and you know help them grow. And and yeah, it's it's we're just pumped that we were able to get the program to this point where we're, you know, attracting top tier uh, sponsors like parts Canada and Thor. Fair enough. And, and for Tyler, this is what like the uh, 11 billionth time that you've worn different brand of gear in your career. Uh, well, you know what? I've actually, I've, you know, I spent a lot of time, um, you know, the last time that, I did my own program was with Husky and, uh, and yeah, Laura and parts Canada were, were the title sponsor then too. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it was a little bit bittersweet, obviously with, uh, being part owner of Callus and yeah, the amount of strides we took with that and the exposure we got this year with that and, you know, try to, yeah, it's just like one of those things, um, you know, it's a, it's a business and, we got to understand that. And, you know, if you want to make the team bigger, better, you want to earn more money, you know, there's, uh, you, you always, there's always some sort of, you always have to answer some sort of bell, you know, there's always going to be some sort of sacrifice. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it's my job. It's the way I make, you know, pay my bills. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy that we did, like Alex said, we, you know, we're drawing the attention of, of, you know, big companies like that, are willing to invest in us and you know and you know to to do this you know at, at my age and how how i feel still um and the motivation is 
you know, it's 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 big. It's a big part of it, and I'm glad that uh, they can they can see that and see some sort of value in, in you know what we have to offer. Certainly, and 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 with that, uh, I, w- am I correct in assuming that uh, this may um, see like an increase in the support level for uh, amateur racing or or other pros within Canadian motocross, like uh, guys like Matthew Stokes, who is a a local who wears callus, um, maybe uh, uh, like a, a little bit more um, effort on that side in order to get some exposure with athletes like that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, um, you know, just for me and Mitchell Harrison and, and Ev, it's, it's just one, you know, it's a small group. There's, you know, this is not, the, the company isn't going anywhere. The gear is, you know, still, we, we still develop the gear into what it is today. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's not changing. It's not going anywhere. So, um, yeah. And then, you know, it's still part of our, our lives and, um, yeah. So again, you know, it just opens up some more room for, for more, you know, exposure for different people. And, and we can, you know, sponsor, um, others, you know, we're going to have a guy that's going to be racing MXGP. And, um, so there's, there's just things that, you know, it's just evolution, right? Things change. Certainly, certainly. And, and one of the things that's, uh, sort of new and changing, uh, for Canadian motocross or an event coming to Canada is that the uh, the world world supercross championship announced that they will have a round in Vancouver at the end of uh, of October, just before uh, Halloween. And um, I, I, I question, I, like my question to Alex is whether or not um, like World Supercross has been reached out to as far as uh, a wild card spot for that particular round. And also for you, Tyler, is there any chance, or you'd have any interest? In, uh, in in making that maybe the last time that you fully race Supercross? Uh, no, the most, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm more into, you know, uh, the Outliers race, you know? Okay. Um, the Big Kahuna Outliers and uh, the Corduroy, you know, and then if I'm going to do any indoor stuff, it'll be with, um, you know, the Jetworks program. Uh, the World Supercross saying that, you know, for me, that ship has failed. Mitchell Harrison, on the other hand, he's, he's still fully involved in supercross and yeah, I mean, for, to, for, to be honest, like the risk versus reward, uh, in that world isn't, uh, doesn't really line up with my, how I, you know, my views on it. So, um, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I guess so, from a team, standpoint, yeah. uh, Go ahead. we would, you know, we, I, we, we haven't been in contact with them, but, um, I, I've heard some rumors that, uh, one of our, Canadian arena cross rounds may end up uh, floating around those dates and uh, potentially tag teaming that, that event. Um, like Tyler said, you know, he, he, we've talked numerous times about just the, the level of preparation that it takes to get ready for an event like that. And, and the level of, you know, reward for Tyler at, at this stage for that type of racing is low. And, and I get that uh, now Mitchell is, you know, he's pretty spry on the Supercross stuff, and, and um, it's something that we would look at for him for sure. I, I think that he could, you know, do well there, and it would get us some good exposure too. And um, uh, no no official conversations on it so far. 
Fair enough. Well, uh, looking forward to uh, another great season here in 2023 with the uh, Thor Gas Gas Racing Team. Uh, Tyler, thank you so much for coming on the show again to uh, to share some stories and your thoughts on uh, the the year that's been and the year to come. Um, like, uh, how long until you're in in, in full uh, full motocross prep for the upcoming season? Um, yeah, I think I'm probably gonna you know head down to Florida mid uh, mid January. Um, yeah, and then just start building from there. Hit some, you know, do some a couple GNCCs maybe for some, you know, uh, base training and um, yeah, some some motocross races down Florida and uh, yeah, in the February March ish, and then yeah, build into the to a block and come into the season swinging really. Fair enough. And, uh, and Alex, uh, thank you for making the time for this today. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a pleasure to be able to, uh, to give you guys the platform to talk about your team and, and the exciting things that are going on, uh, with that as well as what's to come. Um, the one thing I do ask for you from you guys in 2023 is I need a, a two stroke edit. I don't know if it's Tyler. I don't know if it's, uh, if it's Mitchell, if it's a 150 or a 252 stroke, maybe it's Eve on one of those 300s, but I need someone to, uh, like what needs to happen for a two stroke edit to come with like the whole team. I think that'd be really interesting. I, I think that's a great idea. Uh, Tyler would be the first one to, to agree to do that. Yes. All of the two strokes. He just picked up a new one from the shop today. There you go. I'm working on it right now. I like it. Well, Tyler, you get back to working on that thing. I'm, I'm sure you got your like the the phone underneath uh, between your your ear and your shoulder, uh, getting this podcast in. I really appreciate you guys making the time and uh, and chatting some motocross with me as we uh, close in on uh, on the end of 2022. Thanks, man. Hell appreciate yeah, you man, having us. All right. Well, do not hang up, gentlemen. But for podcast sake, we're gonna cut it off right there.